Welcome to the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee, where amazing things happen. Our goal is to help build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. Hi, I'm Renee. And I'm Gil from the Rich Relationship Refuge. And we would like to thank you for coming and being a part of week three of our Identity Rehab, which this week's session is the foundation of fear. You know, it's a little bit different than you may be accustomed to and thinking about fear in the context of a relationship. But we want to share with you some information and also some things that you can take away and apply to help you build a stronger and healthier relationship. Because fear is not a solid foundation. And we want to help you build your relationships on love and not fear. Because we want to help you to build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. And that first relationship begins with you and God. So let's go to the slides. They look like. We're going to talk about the effects of fear. We're going to talk about when fear is healthy. And we're going to talk about how to overcome fear. So I hope you're ready. So what is fear? Fear is something that hasn't happened. Some people have said it's false evidence appearing real. So this is something that you can think about. It hasn't happened yet, but you are anticipating something that may not even occur. So when we talk about fear, we're going to talk about it in the context of our relationships. And fear is also sometimes the fear of the unknown. It's fear of things we can't control. It's fear of things that have happened in the past that we're bringing into our present moment. So we have to really look at how fear has affected us. And we want to talk about it as far as how to overcome it in our relationships so that we can have healthy relationships. Love is the best thing to build your relationships on. You can build your relationships on fear or on love. And many couples and many individuals have built their relationships on fear, and that's not a healthy foundation. So we're going to show you how to build it on love. You know, it's a little bit different because most of the time when you think about your relationships, you don't think about fear in the context of my relationship as a whole. This is a different perspective that we wanted to share with you that we thought would be helpful in identifying and some of the things that you can actually do about it if it's impacting your relationship. So what does fear look like? How can we categorize it? Um, it actually, fear is basically built on our own insecurities and it's also layered in self-doubt. The root of it is really our desire to be in control. I know that kind of throws us for a loop because while well, fear be rooted in our desire to take control, it's because it's human nature to want to be in control. However, it's a matter of us understanding that we have to put our trust in our creator. We have to put our trust in our faith and not in our own ability to control situations and circumstances in our lives. You know, fear is something that played a big impact even in my own personal life in the very beginning of our relationship because I was always concerned with what is my responsibility for my life for myself? I thought it was just all on me. So I was always concerned with that uncertainty about not so much a fear of something tragic happened, but the fear of it being a controlling factor in my life where I had to really play a part in relinquishing control and allowing God to be in control of my life. So that was something that was playing a big part for me when it came to fear. And fear can really handicap us in relationships because fear is like a wall that we put up that keeps people from getting in and it keeps us from getting out. So we have to realize and examine it and really acknowledge that when fear is controlling us, when fear is keeping us from accomplishing our goals and our dreams, then fear is out of control. 
if we keep our focus on our things we're concerned about, then our fear grows. But if we put our focus on our faith, our values, and our goal, then our faith, our values, and our goals grow. So whatever you focus on is what's going to grow. So let's focus on the things that are going to help us to destroy fear or minimize it and build our faith and our hope. So now we want to share with you some of the things that could be impacting the fear situation that may be going on in your life. These are some indicators that you can think about in the context of yourself that may be showing you, are you walking in fear when it comes to your relationship, that how it can, these things can actually impact it. And I love it because we always talk about being hot, but fear makes you cold. It makes you closed. You wanna talk about closed? Sure. Closed is basically when you're not displaying or expressing your emotions. You know, for us guys, we tend to want to just keep things to ourselves. We tend to want to not share how we feel or thinking, if I express my emotions to my significant other or my, my spouse, then I'm showing weakness. It doesn't mean that you're actually being weak. It just means that you're actually being closed and that's gonna play an impact in your relationship. Because a, a door that's closed, a relationship is closed, a mind is closed, it can't grow. No one can get in, no one can get out. Mm -hmm. um, being obstinate, in my personality type, I'm very likely to be obstinate. Um, obstinance is a lack of a desire to want change. To st you want to stand your ground and standing your ground is good when standing your ground is for something that's positive but if you're standing your ground against change you change your your, your ground against new ideas you're standing your ground against growth then you're becoming obstinate obstinate makes us um, less likely to grow and change and when you think about being lazy how many times have you wanted to do something and you got into a rut and you really didn't apply you were just being lazy, but when you think about it in the context of our relationships, we're not putting forth the effort to actually keep that relationship fresh, keep it with fire, keep those things that what really drew us together, you want to keep those things going. But if you haven't, you may have fallen into that lazy situation of being default, the default of just complacency, of not doing the things that it took for you to actually get this person into your life so you may be in a little bit of a lazy state yeah and even if you're a single individual if you have goals and dreams and things that you want to accomplish and you're not fulfilling them you can be lazy you you are also going to be lazy about just moving forward or not putting forth the effort that you need just in your daily life to practice new and better habits and patterns for your life so laziness doesn't just affect us in a dating and a marriage relationship, it affects us in all of our relationships. You could be personally lazy about the things you would do for others, you're not doing those things for yourself. It's important that the same effort you put forth towards others, you put that same effort towards your own goals, dreams, and your own faith. And then finally about being dishonest. This is when we are not communicating how we actually think or what we think and how we actually feel. This goes up close to cl being closed but it's not quite the same because you can be dishonest with yourself first and foremost. If you're dishonest with yourself about how you think and how you feel, you can't be expressing those things to the people in your life that really matter. So this is something that you can think about. It's a, this could actually be a conscious or unconscious behavior. If you think about how am I acting, sometimes you tend to act out. Those things could be that you're not being honest about how you feel or what you think as it pertains to your relationship. And it's so important, like you mentioned about being honest with yourself, 
being honest with yourself about the things that you're concerned about and even being honest about your fears. A part of being cold is not being open to the real you. Fear is something that can be make us feel like we should keep secrets and we should be dishonest, but it's really important that we're honest about even the things that we're concerned about. Talk about it, talk it out, because whatever you don't talk out, you're going to act it out. And it's better to talk it out because sometimes once you say it out of your mouth, sometimes the things that are in our head have more control over us until we actually say it out of our mouth and share it with another person and they can remind us and encourage us that that is just not true it's not so so let's talk about when is fear healthy and how is fear healthy well there are two legitimate fears we're born with it's the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling those are fears we're born with those can be either intensified or minimized by the parents we have the the places we grow up the two fears that are important for us to be mindful of and and when fear is healthy is when it's the fear of the lord the fear of danger. Those are fears that can protect us and keep us safe. Because when we have a fear of something that's bigger than us, it helps us to embrace and walk in our humanity and to realize that we all are human and we all have fears. Um, denying that you have fears is a very unhealthy way to address fear because fear is a part of being human being. So when fear can be healthy is when it protects you and when it keeps you safe and it keeps you on on, keeps you on track. And and always be mindful that when your physical state, as far as you physically are in a state that you feel fearful, you may want to pay attention to it because it can keep you safe as well. So especially if you have that little gut feeling that says, "Ah, maybe I don't want to do this or I shouldn't do this or even get involved with this person, you may want to pay attention to that that can be a healthy type of fear. Yes, because fear can have benefits as well. How do you actually overcome the fear? Well, you know, when Aaron was little, there's a scripture that says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of love and power in a sound mind. So it's first to realize where it comes from. So if God didn't create it and God doesn't give it to us, where does it come from? With the exception of those two that we're born with, it's important that we realize the origin of fear in order for us to overcome it. And we have to acknowledge it and we have to be willing to talk about it. And as you can see here on the screen, Psalms 27.1 is one of the life scriptures that we've actually embraced in our lives. And it says it here that the Lord is the light and my salvation. And whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life and whom shall I be afraid? This is the foundation for why you do not have to fear. This can be your foundation of breaking all the cycles of fear that you may have had from the past, even some of the present, that you can trust and rely on that this is the one thing that you know you can hold on to because the fear of the Lord will keep you safe at all times. And the thing that I love about this is to understand that any change, any transformation, it takes time. And it's understanding, I love when it says that the, 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 the Lord is the light and the salva- and salvation. So that means that fear is associated with dark. So in order to not have fear, we have to walk in the light. We have to be close to the light. And salvation is the ultimate sense of, of hope and looking towards the future. And so sometimes fear can make us get into a dark place and it makes us lose hope and it makes us lose a sense of the future. So we have to be able to compare what we're feeling and what we're thinking and what we're experiencing against the real true source of having um, 
our lack of fear, which is our relationship with God, which comes from the light and the love that he gives us. And he talks about it's a stronghold. A stronghold is not just something that keeps bad things out. It's also a protection. So we want God to be our stronghold so that fear can't come in and, and crowd out the love and the, the things that we want to grow in our relationship. And also remember that you only have as much power over fear as you meditate on it. If you're meditating and you find yourself constantly mulling over these things, these uncertainties, these things that have not happened, that haven't manifest anyway, you are focusing on it. So let's talk about when is fear healthy and how is fear healthy? Well, there are two legitimate fears we're born with. It's the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. Those are fears we're born with. Those can be either intensified or minimized by the parents we have, the, the places we grow up. The two fears that are important for us to be mindful of and, then, and when fear is healthy is when it's the fear of the Lord, the fear of danger. Those are fears that can protect us and keep us safe because when we have a fear of something that's bigger than us, it helps us to embrace and walk in our humanity and to realize that we all are human and we all have fears. Um, denying that you have fears is a very unhealthy way to address fear because fear is a part of being a human being. So when fear can be healthy is when it protects you and when it keeps you safe and it keeps you on um, keeps you on track. And, and always be mindful that when your physical state, as far as you physically are in a state that you feel fearful, you may want to pay attention to it because it can keep you safe as well. So especially if you have that little gut feeling that says, uh, maybe I don't want to do this or I shouldn't do this or even get involved with this person. You may want to pay attention to that. That can be a healthy type of fear. Yes, because fear can have benefits as well. How do you actually overcome the fear? Well, you know, when Aaron was little, there's a scripture that says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of love and power in the sound mind. So it's first to realize where it comes from. So if God didn't create it and God doesn't give it to us, where does it come from? With the exception of those two that we were born with, it's important that we realize the origin of fear in order for us to overcome it. And we have to acknowledge it and we have to be willing to talk about it. And as you can see here on the screen, Psalms 27.1 is one of the life scriptures that we have actually embraced in our lives. And it shows it here that the Lord is the light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life and whom shall I be afraid? This is the foundation for why you do not have to fear. This can be your foundation of breaking all the cycles of fear that you may have had from the past, even some of the present, that you can trust and rely on that this is the one thing that you know you can hold on to because the fear of the Lord will keep you safe at all times. And the thing that I love about this is to understand that any change, any transformation, it takes time. And it's understanding, I love when it says that the, 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 the Lord is the light and the salva and salvation. So that means that fear is associated with dark. So in order to not have fear, we have to walk in the light. We have to be close to the light. And salvation is the ultimate sense of, of hope and looking towards the future. And so sometimes fear can make us get into a dark place and it makes us lose hope and it makes us lose a sense of the future. So we have to be able to compare what we're feeling and what we're thinking and what we're experiencing against the real true source of having um, a lack of fear, which is our relationship with God, which comes from the light and the love that he gives us. And he talks about it's a stronghold. 
a stronghold is not just something that keeps bad things out it's also a protection so we want god to be our stronghold so that fear can't come in and, and crowd out the love and the the things that we want to grow in our relationship and also remember that you only have as much power over fear as you meditate on it. If you're meditating and you find yourself constantly mulling over these things, these uncertainties, these things that have not happened, that haven't manifest anyway, you are focusing on it. That's a sign that you don't want to do that. That's a sign that you want to do something totally opposite, which is think on the positive side of the things that has happened in your life and what's going on in your life and your relationship. That is one of the things that we can do to overcome the fear and there's a difference between meditating on something that's negative or you can ruminate on something negative and meditating on something positive so we want to meditate we want to think about it we want to be encouraged by it rather than um just sitting in a negative place it all goes back to you making a decision about where you're going to give your attention you can give it to darkness and fear or you can give it to light and love because we want you to understand that you can build your relationships on love or fear, but we want you to know that love is a solid foundation. And hope. Don't forget the hope that comes from the Lord also comes into your relationships. That is what you have to embrace, not only being positive and not meditating, but remember that you have to keep hope that things are going to get better, even in your relationships, regardless of the state. If they're great right now, they're gonna get even better. And if they're not so great, they can get better as long as you're not focusing on the fear, focus on the positive, and remember that the Lord is trusting you. And when we're saying not focus, we're not saying act as if it's not there. We're saying not making it the only end result. Because whatever situation you're in, it can always change and get better. But we have to be willing to go through the process and wait on that. So remember, week three, foundations of fear. We've already covered some of the things about being cold, how you actually can identify some of the things that may be showing up in your life that kind of maybe the foundations in fear. We want to actually encourage you to actually do those questions in the back of the book because remember what we said at the very, very beginning of this is this is a long journey inward. It's not about my spouse. It's about me being as best as I can for my spouse. Yes, and it's important that you understand that, you know, we talk about what you listen to and what you watch. All those things can impact you having more fear in your life. But we have lots of ways for you to connect with rich relationships. We have our podcast, Rich Relationships with Gil and Renee. We have this course. We are on all the social media platforms. Our podcast is on every single platform. So in order to be able to get a new source of information, a new sense of community, a new sense of a viewpoint, please connect with us on all of our different platforms because we want to help you to grow and have new relationships and new insights. And that's only going to happen is if you do something different. Think on the positive side of things that has happened in your life and what's going on in your life and your relationship. That is one of the things that we can do to overcome the fear. And there's a difference between meditating on something that's negative or you can ruminate on something negative and meditating on something positive. So we want to meditate. We want to think about it. We want to be encouraged by it rather than um, just sitting in a negative place. It all goes back to you making a decision about where you're going to give your attention. You can give it to darkness and fear, or you can give it to light and love because we want you to understand that you can build your relationships on love or fear, but we want you to know that love is a solid foundation. And hope. Don't forget the hope that comes from the Lord also comes into your relationships. 
that is what you have to embrace. Not only being positive and not meditating, but remember that you have to keep hope that things are going to get better, even in your relationships, regardless of the state. If they're great right now, they're going to get even better. And if they're not so great, they can get better. As long as you're not focusing on the fear, focus on the positive, and remember that the Lord is trusting you. And when we're saying not focus, we're not saying act as if it's not there. We're saying not making if you own the end result. Because whatever situation you're in, it can always change and get better. But we have to be willing to go through the process and wait on that. So remember, week three, foundations of fear. We've already covered some of the things about being cold, how you actually can identify some of the things that may be showing up in your life that kind of maybe the foundations in fear. We want to actually encourage you to actually do those questions in the back of the book. Because remember what we said at the very, very beginning of this is this is a long journey inward. It's not about my spouse. It's about me being as best as I can for my spouse. Yes. And it's important that you understand that, you know, we talk about what you listen to and what you watch. All those things can impact you having more fear in your life. But we have lots of ways for you to connect with rich relationships. We have our podcast, Rich Relationships with Gil and Renee. We have this course. We are on all the social media platforms. Our podcast is on every single platform. So in order to be able to get a new source of information, a new sense of community, a new sense of a viewpoint, please connect with us on all of our different platforms because we want to help you to grow and have new relationships and new insights and that's only going to happen is if you do something different so please connect with us and join us and remember we are stronger together and you are more than enough let's grow thank you for listening thank you for your investment in time remember to subscribe to the show and hit the notification icon to be notified when new episodes are posted on the podcast platform that you're listening from Or you can always find us on our website at richrelationshipsus.com or our YouTube channel, Rich Relationships with Gil Renee. If you found this podcast helpful or you think it could help someone that you know and care about, please pass it along and share it with them.